linked it down Miffed to Dr. Dre. Yeah. Um, Miffed and peeved. Miffed and peeved. That's a way of saying, like, you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. <laughs> I know it. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real world. I don't use it, but it's Not in your vocab? Down to dog. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Right. No. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. No, you can't. Good morning. Good welcome to episode five. Zero. Nine of Down to Dunk. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Slam Drew. Taylor. Don't want to close my eyes. Don't want to fall asleep. Slam Drew. And Jay. Hello. I hate that you this can't. That you can't. You will not walk it into the rhythm yeah. of the song. Last <laughs> week's. I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the schmandru. <laughs> hey guys, you can find us on CLNS Media Daily dash radio at five p.m. Central Standard Time Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. Hey, do you because remember- I'd miss you, Slam Drew. No. And I don't want to miss That's not thing. how this works. That's how it should work. It's not how this... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you came up with this thing that I do. <laughs> oh, my bad. No, 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 no. We're just doing exactly what we do with the Thunder is that we don't do anything. We just critique yeah, it. Critique it. <laughs> y'all, remember when, y'all remember when being Thunder fans and talking about the Thunder wasn't just an exhausting experience? No. No. Because I feel like it's been a while. I have no idea what that's like. Uh, this team, man. They're sixth in the West currently. Um but that could fall off a cliff. Yeah, they could go <laughs> from six to three or nine. 45 and 34 currently. <laughs> uh, the Timberwolves are a full game back. The Pelicans are a halfy back. Uh, and the Nuggets are now tied with the Minnesota Timberwolves in the Western Conference after a the Nuggets. game back. A Nuggets win a, just a full game back from the OKC Thunder. That's a, that's a log jam. The thing that's yeah, it's something here's the encouragement is that everybody else has a freaking hard schedule too. Well, here in they play everybody plays each other. Yes, that's how the Thunder make it in is because all these teams play each yeah. other. If these teams, if the Spurs, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Nuggets, Clippers all play different teams, like if they all played Eastern Conference teams, like if the Thunder could easily miss the playoffs. Yeah, I, I see, we say that, but then San Antonio goes to L.A. and loses to the Clippers and the Lakers two out of three, right? Like, yeah, sure. It's just Andrew and I are having this conversation before the pod. Like, the frustrating losses are many this year, right? Mm-hmm. Like this team realistically is a few intelligent decisions, a couple lucky breaks from yeah. already being at fifty wins. And yeah. being able to just kind of have breeze through these last three games. The more frustrating, and this is the question maybe, so I'll bring this up to you guys, is the more frustrating the 8 and 12 start or has it been this, what have they lost, five out of the last seven or something like that? Would, I, I think it feels more frustrating now than it did then. Because, because the stakes are so high. Yeah, then you could say, oh, they're learning how to play together and we see their defense is still good defensive rating is still good you know if you had all these things you could say it's a long season 82 games blah 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 
but now you can't like you can't fall back on anything like that. But know? it is. But it's also that idea of like now you look back at eight and twelve and you're like those are the games that oh. if we didn't drop then we wouldn't be in this situation. I'm more frustrated right now. now about the eight and twelve than I was. Yes, then. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the part of it that's the the thing that's hard for me is it's why it's different is because the basketball is so bad for that eight to 12 or that eight and 12 run. Oh yeah. The basketball, the, I think if it wasn't like, if you just were watching this on like a non biased thunder, you're live and die on them. The basketball is at least good. Yeah. Or if decent. these games were just like sprinkled in throughout the season, you'd be like, you know what? Like they lost the blazers, yeah. but they play pretty well. They haven't lost. They haven't been, I mean, they're not getting blown out by these teams. Like I mean, right. the warriors game was ugly, but they still lost by four. Yeah. And then they, you know, you lose to Portland by three and then you lose to San Antonio by one. You know, Alex had a last second shot to cut that there. So they've lost all these games by roughly four points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's one of those things where it's like at least, and that's also what probably could build to the frustration, right? Like they're losing very winnable games, games that they've played well enough to mm-hmm. win the freaking game and they just blew it. The Boston game. I mean, oh my if, they're, if they're a game or a half a game, out from getting home court advantage in the first round. I mean, there's mm-hmm. about feels like there's 30 games you can look to and go, God, if there's one break that went a different way, yeah. that could be it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, obviously, everybody looks back to that eight and twelve, but man, these this last stretch of ten games, man, it's just because the Thunder have been in every freaking one of them and just can't close the door on any of them. Yeah, there's a Twitter question about the free throws and how many impacted. I can't. I can't find it. Um, but we'll give you credit here in just a minute. I got one. It's from at J T Blunt two. He wants to know how many more games would the Thunder have won if they could ju- have just shot a hundred percent from the free throw line. So I went through it. Guess how many it is. Just guess. Guess how many games they would have won if I they shot a hundred percent from. The and you know what? It's not even a hundred percent for all of these. Twenty. It's not that many. 15 10 it's actually 15 yes 15 games but uh, that's un that's unreasonable to think of all you had to do is shoot 90 to 100 percent and not game. and it's not all 90 to 100 because there were ga- there were games where they missed 12 13 free throws and they lost by four right i get that that is more i would rather look at if we shot 70 percent if we shot 75 percent in every game they, that do. Seems they, shoot, more they shoot 70% for every game. Well, even 5% more. Because what is, mm-hmm. what, the best teams shoot what percentage from the line? Like seventy high 70s as a team for a whole season? Uh, I'll look at that in just a second. I'm pretty right. sure that's like, because I remember when the Thunder was one of the best free throw shooting teams in the league for a long time when Durant was here. It was like three or four years in a row, and they were high. I think they were 78% or something. I think it was a lot higher than that. No, it wasn't. As a team, you have to think because you have Durant um, in surge, or you had Durant that was really good, but you had to make up for these players that were shooting Whatever. 70%, 60%. I mean, <clears throat> there, were, there are a lot of games, and this is just within this Thunder team, and this is kind of the conversation being had about the Thunder right now, is that like they lose games in the margins. And one of those things is making free throws. And it's not that they're sending a bad free throw shooter to the, they're not sending Steven Adams to the free throw line 12 times a game. Right. No, it's Russell Westbrook. It's Paul George. It's Carmelo Anthony that are missing these free throws. 
and that's where the that's where the problem lies. Like if you like if you're the Orlando Magic and you have Dwight Howard and you're losing games because of free throws, it's like, well, you live and die with Dwight Howard missing free throws, missing or making free throws. Like that's just the way it is. But with this team, like you have good free throw shooters, and they the fact that they're missing so many is a problem. Russ is shooting seventy three point seven percent from the free throw line, which is abysmal for him. Which is bad for him. He was over eighty last year, right? He's yeah. been over 80 his whole career. Yeah. Well, and you just watched them play. Well, Golden State Warriors shoot 81% from the free throw line. Minnesota, 80. Okay. Portland, 80. Toronto, 79. Atlanta, 78. Like, And what's the thunder? Sorry, I know I missed that. 70. <laughs> As a team? There's, they shoot on the season 71.2% from oh, the free throw line. Man. See, that's a full that's a full ten points less than those other teams. That's a, and if that were the case, even just going up ten percent, what five to ten percent, how many games does that give us? Probably five out of those fifteen. It's more than that. It's more just going up to eighty percent? It's more it's Mel, it's way more than that. Melo's so, shooting seventy six percent on this season. He's shoot over eighty his whole fit career. Fifteen games, Jay. I know. It's it's insane. When man. the margin of the loss is less than the number of free throws. Missed. So you watch. So watch the Warriors game, right? And obviously they have Kevin Durant, who is sucks. Has always been incredible from the free throw line. Yeah, and you realize how much he brought that average. I know. Average you're Thunder. watching the game. It's you're like, like oh, I, I forget he never missed his free throws. Like he would He didn't have an efficient game. No, but, but he, he still had so many points because he hit what it felt like twenty free throws. Mm-hmm. And uh, but and that's our like. It's the game. That's the and that's all the the huge difference between Paul and Kevin, or Paul and like an elite elite offensive guy is that they always find always ways get to get to the free throw line or to score. I mean, Paul, we've talked about his three point shooting recently, and it's been terrible. But on the season, mm-hmm. he's shooting worse from ten to sixteen feet than Raymond Felton this season. Don't talk about Raymond Felton right now, man. He's 35% from 10 to 16 feet on the season, Paul George, and Ray is 38%. Both bad, right? But 35% from 10 to 16 feet is just otherworldly I, I guess I'll say, too, like, why is he even taking those shots? Just, I, I know he's been a good mid-range shooter in the past, but he's so much better at shooting threes and getting to the rim, like like Melo, that's, that's the two things he should do, right? Exactly, and Shoot Mello, threes, get to the rim. Melo, you give him a little room in mid range because he is so good, and because he has basically all he has left is spot up shooting and posting up. And so you're like, all right, Melo can do that, but why is Paul George doing that? That's, I mean, if you're unless you're the Rockets, people like stars yeah, still, take right, mid range jumpers. Yeah. Kevin Durant takes a ton of mid range jumpers. Yep. You probably want to say the same thing about him. It's all about getting open quality shots and a mid-range if he shot makes them that's the thing if you're not making them then why are you still doing it's all it? about feel yeah like, but we just can't say that because then why is paul george even shooting period because he's not making anything but yeah. it's what's he shooting from three on this season for uh 39 percent yeah well he was i think it was like what 42 percent before the all-star break mm-hmm. yeah it's it's not been great after Since that then. a lot of times we take like feel and comfort and all that just completely out of the conversation. And it's been, that's been with Mello. It's been with Paul all season where it's like, well, why don't we just, they need to shoot this shot, this shot, and this shot, and that's it. And it's like, okay, but that's not how they play basketball. You know, I feel like we take that out of the equation a lot. Like, why doesn't Mello just pop out to three? Mello doesn't pop out to three because he's never done that. 
Right. Like, that's why. Well, I think, you know? And I think the thing that, that is also underrated in the conversation is flow, right? Like, right. And this is, I think it's, we're talking, like, I'm probably we're, just trying to say the same thing. We're having thing. the same conversation. But yeah. you look at, like, the reason they force feed Mellow. They force feed Mellow because they know that Mellow getting in a rhythm mm-hmm. is better for the Thunder than Mellow just getting the ball like Alex Abrinas does. Mm-hmm. When it's, like, three times and it's not, you know, like, it's not always just the first option. Uh, and the same thing for Paul George, and that's why they give him the ball and let him do those stupid things where he dribbles between his legs because they know that an in-rhythm Paul George is more important yeah. than the two or three turnovers where he just throws it out of bounds. So Paul is taking significantly less shots from mid-range than he did last season. So 34% of his shots come from mid-range this season, 48 last season, 41 the season before that. So like this is we're even seeing like a, a less exaggerated version of Paul George. He took 48% of his shots from mid-range mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, 34% of his shots from 3 last year, 41 this season. He's shooting more shots from 3 with the Thunder than he ever did with the Pacers. Okay, good. I love you Paul George. Sorry. So and also he's taking Sorry. Last season he took 18% of his shots at the rim. The season Sorry. before that 23, 25% at the rim this season so he's taking really it does not feel like that more shots more shots at three and more shots at the rim so he is doing exactly what we were saying he should he's good when he gets to the rim too he gets a in my mind he he gets so many and ones but he does not get his it it does still feel like and this is just sour grapes i get that but sometimes it does feel like love those against the warriors it didn't feel like he got any calls at the rim yeah that's also his attitude yeah as Mm -hmm. well yeah i think it plays into both like They they don't want to give him every call either. Yeah, because he complains after everything. Hey, so just because annoying. he's sixty three percent at the rim this season, just because that's I want great. to, it's okay. It's good. You know how good. You know what the highlight of the Warriors game was to me, though, eating those frozen sour grapes. Alex sour grapes. <laughs> no, Alex freaking Abrinas, yeah. man. He was incredible. He's good, man. He made me squirm. That dunk? That dunk, that man. Dunk. That dunk. That Alex Abrinas dunk? For real. Squirm. Nate Robinson, like, I love you and Alex's conversation about players only. Like, it's the worst to me. Like, oh, I, I hate, hate it. it. I hate it. But Nate Robinson at least is like, which I saw somebody online on Twitter, one of our guys we follow, I don't know, national guy, was talking about how the reason Nate's not ready for it is because he he still is too close to the game and overreacts. I'm like, that's like players only. That's, that's what, what players only should be. I don't, but want, I don't know. I don't like Nate Robinson. I don't either, but I don't want Brent Barry or whoever that is to be, to try to be Mike Breen. I like Brent Barry. He's fine, but that you kind of want when they're players only like, yeah, what's the point? What is the point? Barry'd I don't know. Be, Barry'd be great as a color guy. I just hope that he's not good as a play. Like he shouldn't be the, he shouldn't try to be the play by play guy. Right? Like it's weird. It feels weird. Yeah. 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 That's true. I, they need to destroy players. Uh, Why do you I, not like Nate Robinson? Well, you kind of like just didn't. Uh, it's weird to me. Why do you not like Nate Robinson? Why do you not like well, Nate Robinson? Okay. Why do you not like Nate Robinson? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Why do you not like Nate Robinson? Because he's too hilarious. He's annoying. What's annoying about he's him? He's kind of annoying. Everything. He's little? Yeah, that's annoying. Are you sizest? Everything is annoying about Nate Robinson. Do you remember when he played here? I like him. Big Daddy uh, Nate Dog. Let's play a little game. Rest yeah. Of, rest you guys want to play a game? Do I ever? So there have been six players that shoot 38% or better from the corners. Or six players that shoot 38% or better from the for corners. For the Thunder. For the Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay. Can you name them? Are you talking about this year or all time? <laughs> 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 
Luke, you can go all time if you want. Okay. Patrick Shut Patterson. Up. Patrick Patterson is one. <laughs> Mellow. Uh, <laughs> no. Wow. Raymond Felton. Ray Felton. PG Paul George. Paul George. Three left. Houston. No. No. Alex Abrinas. Yes. Two left. Terrence Ferguson. Don't yes. just guess everybody. Terrence Ferguson. Nick Collison. No. Oh so God. that's five. We've got five. One left. Come on. Yeah. Jeremy Grant. Billy Dono. No. Jeremy Grant's like 33%. <laughs> Billy Dono. I've just got so much recency bias for that guy. Uh, he's been playing really well. Except for the last couple games. Hold on, we got one more. One more. We got to get there. This is probably easier than I think. Just think it about corner be. threes. Sam Presti. Just think about corner threes, and forget everything you know about corner threes. Well, Russell well, Westbrook. No, <laughs> Russell shot like one. Um, Mark Bryant. Kyle Sigler. No, I am missing qualified. one player on our team, and it's making me. Yeah, there's no way it's Eustace. Eustace is shooting know. like twelve percent, right? Abysmal. Come on, Dakari Johnson. Every, you have to forget everything. You, everything you know about corner threes. No, when there's no one else on our team, guys. Steven Adams, Corey Brewer. Y'all. Oh God, <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? I forgot he's on the team. Yeah, you start backwards. Billy, Billy Donovan. Yeah, Corey, man. Yeah. Here's the thing again. Like, so Corey Brewer. Yeah. Let me tell you just one of the things that I've enjoyed about him is when he's not shooting well, which he hasn't. He's kind of little like fallen apart on offense a little bit. Yeah. He still does things that make me enjoy him being in the game. He just does stuff. I don't get angry when he, he plays. He doesn't mess stuff. up that much. No. I mean, he doesn't have the ball no, that much. True. No, but, but you know, he attacks the rim and he creates transition plays. Yes. Yeah. Like, like he does enough stuff to keep him on. He'll be, if they sign him for a minimum deal next year mm-hmm. and he plays on the bench and, you know, like just play sporadically in this space where Robertson comes out, he'll be a great piece for this Thunder team. Mm-hmm. Um, in that Golden State game, when Houston played and he was in the corner and Russ actually threw him a pass and he wanted him to shoot and he pump fake and drove Dribble in ben. and then like got a turnover and everyone was so mad. Everyone was so disappointed. It was in that moment that I was thinking like, Oh, this is why he probably shouldn't play anymore. And this is what Corey Brewer at least wouldn't mess up on. Yeah. But do you in remember this instant Corey Brewer and it changed at halftime. Corey Brewer in the first half of that Warriors game was doing the same thing. He was hesitating to shoot out of the corners. Well, well, yeah, but it's not. It's like if he dribbles, though, he can pass it out. Houston dribbles, and he's like, "Oh, whoa, here's, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. here's the difference between the two: is that Corey Brewer has had enough experience to right. know what to do in that situation. If Corey Brewer had the exact same experience level that uh, Houston did, he'd be doing the exact same thing. Houston just hadn't had a chance. Oh, you haven't played for two weeks. I'm. Why don't you come on in and play against the Golden State I'm over, Warriors? I'm over that. Houston has had. St- way too long and way too many practices and way too many minutes now to keep giving him this excuse of I'm like not, he hasn't had a chance he's 26 i totally disagree with taylor at this moment because yeah especially the last crazy especially you're out of your mind how many practice how many basketball plays has he done with this team if it's in a real game or not so many dude so after this long dude you're after wrong. this long, that is so weird to me that so you I give think him this. After you wouldn't this do long? this. To, you wouldn't do this to anyone else. It's Houston. 
There's something about Hustis. Media darling. He's a media darling. No, no, no. <gasps> You're okay. in the me. Oh, okay. See, media Andrew, you've darling. You've fallen into the media so- darling club. <laughs> There's there are very few players that you cannot play for two weeks and then bring them in and expect them to be good. I mean, the example is the fact that literally they did that exactly to Alex Abrinas and it took him getting normal minutes in a role that's consistent. Oh, he still doesn't actually. get normal minutes yeah, in a does. role that's consistent. He does last week he's been yeah, he last week though. We're talking about what are you long, trying to argue about. I'm arguing that like Eustis Well, you're saying Corey Brewer has experience, so that's why he wouldn't he's do it. He's played in the NBA for ten years. Right. And so, but you're giving Houston this excuse of like, he's never, the, he's, played, he's never been given a chance. He's played one NBA season, basically. And any time he gets a rhythm, which he doesn't, he's not ever going to get like a real rhythm. But every time he starts figuring out how to play with the team on the floor, he gets benched for he's had two weeks. He's had no consistency to his NBA career. None. Zero. That's the, that's what, that's, I, yeah. That's all I'm not saying that he, need, that I just, I'm just saying that that kind of play. He hasn't had enough experience. He hasn't done that enough times on an NBA court, especially against the Warriors, who is like they're a great defense. Yeah, they that's the most impressive like, thing about that Warriors game is they played Ron Adams just had a great defensive they're good. They're, set for that. Yeah. They played the Thunder really well. Yeah. And they just they kept cutting off those passing lanes off the drive, which was the most impressive thing. Right. Like how many they just were in the spots where the Thunder normally pass out of Well, the, that's why Adams got had six shots. Well, they, yeah, I'm not going down that path because it was the most infuriating part of the game. Like, you don't have to be super creative with Adams in a game like the Warriors. Like, and what Clay Thompson said, I don't know if you saw the interview on the way in at halftime. They're like, well, we're just defending the three guys and saying, like, anybody else that can beat us, like, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So, po- like, you could literally post up Adams and get easy points. That stretch in the third where they didn't score, was it the second where they didn't second score for quarter. They didn't score forever. Just post up Adams. Yeah, throw him the ball. Because like, you score don't have any to be creative. Centers. It doesn't have to yeah. be the pick and roll that you get Adams the ball. Like you could literally just post him up and let him go to work. He killed and he Javier. did earlier in that game. Yes, they did and then that they don't go to it. Yeah. Now the hope is, is like, oh, that's the secret whenever but I don't know if that's they'll ever get to that point against the Warriors where it's like you don't want to slow down the ball if they have a healthy team. So Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I mean I'm not with the Josh stuff, like I don't in my opinion, I don't even think he should have played in that game. Yeah. At that point, don't play him. Because if you're gonna if you're not going to give him consistent minutes and you're not gonna give him a chance to have any sort of game flow, like just don't play him. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably and I never would say this, but like just put Ferguson out there. Yeah, if you're like just stick with somebody because I just don't Houston is not the kind of guy like Ferguson is is the kind of guy like he has the personality where you cannot play him for three weeks and then That's put him the in difference. and then he's super confident and knows what to do. Houston for two like two or three weeks you don't play him like he's going to be super sad about that and then you put him in and he's like I, I don't know what to do because I don't remember how to do this yeah. and he dribbles in and you're right like that was a play that's, that stuck out in probably a lot of them and that's minds. maybe more my argument is that like at this point we see the type of guy Houston yes. is he's old He's had plenty of time to try to prove himself to get constant anything, and he hasn't been able to. Why are we still saying well, like it's partially a Thunder thing that, too? Because the Thunder could have given him consistent minutes up to this point. We don't right. need to talk about Josh anymore. Right? They also could have last year, but I think you're right. Like the personality is the difference, right? Like you have a guy like Ferguson's. Like I don't care if I don't play for thirty straight games. I'm going to come in, and as soon as I get the ball, I'm throwing it into the and basket. a brain is you know, to an extent too. Yeah. 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 But Josh doesn't have that same personality. He's but you know just, what does have that personality? Oh my god! 
<laughs> Anthem beers. Wow. They're delicious. And guess what? They'll take what? Your weekend. Yeah. Or just really any night from good to great. Yeah. Hmm. With uh, yeah. their beers. This weekend, it's going to be kind of cold, kind of rainy. I would suggest investing in an Ouroboros. Yeah. To kind of, you know, keep you warm. It's a stout. It's very good. Um, or if you're just looking to just drink a lot of beers, okay, Bills. <laughs> drink a lot of beers. Just crushing beers. I was at, I was at the liquor store yesterday, and I was looking at uh, Anthem's the variety of anthem beers i saw it. okay pills and i was like i gotta get 50 <laughs> 50 for tonight for tonight and then i just <laughs> bought some and sipped on them no, no. <laughs> it uh okay. but they're very good and their tap room if you haven't been <clears throat> go true Next week is supposed to warm up, so this weekend's going to be weird in Oklahoma City. Like it's supposed to be like twenty six tonight and possibly wintry mix. It's going to be cold, which is strange. But next Cover week, cover up your flowers. It's, oh, no. oh, it's going to frost. I just planted some potatoes. They're going to really? go. They're going to die. Did you really? No, but someone told me that this week. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> planted potatoes. They lost all their potatoes, but two. Guess what? Those two dead this weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, true. See you later, potatoes. Let's continue talking about Anthem beers. They're great. Um. So one of the things I will say is that uh, next week it does warm up, and when it warms up, yeah! it's, it's going to be <laughs> Shams just, or Shams, Shams. Wait, finish, finish, because I want to talk about this. All I was going to say is the fact that it's going to warm up next week, and mm-hmm. I'm telling you what Anthem has. Like, Earl Bros is a fantastic beer, cold weather beer, but they have a collection of incredible warm weather beers mm-hmm. golden one arjuna mm-hmm. pills oh, yeah. even their ipa their ride and die ipa like mm-hmm. all of those are great warm mm-hmm. beers too really you can just drink them anytime you know what happened last yeah. week what i'd never gotten around to, to having the uh, ride or die IPA. oh right, right. And, wow and it was great <gasps> it is great it's really good it's very good check them out Support the people that support us. Go get them. Yeah. Jay, hit them with the news. So whatever his name is, Shams or Shams? I think it's pronounced yes. Charms. Shams? Shams. It's pronounced Charms. Charania. Charms. Terms. 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 <laughs> Just said a guard, Marshawn Brooks, and the Grizzlies agree to a guaranteed two-year deal. Yeah! If you didn't know, uh, this is... Taylor's Taylor's guy. This is why we call him Tayshon. This is why it is. This is why I'm called Tayshon Appleby because when Marshawn Brooks was a big deal in the NBA, (laughs) whenever that was, Marshawn Lynch was also a big deal in the NFL for the Seahawks, and they were both just I I loved both of them. Yeah. So that's why my Twitter name is Tayshon Appleby. Marshawn Brooks has returned the prodigal son. He had to go away for a little bit. Had to do some training. You can think of it in the same way as when where did Appleby Batman went to that prison that was in a pit and had to train and then he came out and he was stronger than ever and he was the dark knight after that uh-huh. he was the this dark is marshawn brooks now and oh i have like 10 seconds this is marshawn brooks now he's coming to the league he's averaging 23 points per game yeah it's the nba baby it's hard to do that the boy can shoot and he deserves this two-year guaranteed deal so excited to see what's ahead of him he's now the leader they can trade mark gasol because they know they have marshawn brooks now and they can start it all over Thanks. Welcome back, Marshawn. Build your franchise on Marshawn. Yep. That it's so the Grizzlies are so weird. 
Yeah, the Grizzlies are so weird. They're they, they are. They're. <laughs> Why did you just sign Marshawn Brooks to do your deal, Grizzlies? Are you kidding me? What is it? What do you mean? Here's the thing with the NBA: <laughs> somebody has to score the points. Like it doesn't. Like and Marshawn's the guy who's like, "You fools won't score. Fine, right. I'll Ex- do it exactly." And he's doing it at an alarming rate. He's shooting sixty percent from three. <laughs> Someone has to score the, the points. Like when you look at the, like the Nets, you're like, you know what? It would be a really great addition to Thunder Joe Harris. You know, Joe Harris would not be a good addition to Thunder. Joe Harris wouldn't play for the Thunder. Right. Averaging but 12 points to 23, though. That's some, different. Bananas. Somebody. What about Spencer Dinwiddie? Somebody has to score. I think that yeah. he's actually he's, a good basketball He's pretty good, but I don't know if he's like a starting level point guard. Heck I just, no, he's not. I just don't think that you can take a lot from these like bad teams, especially. Remember Ramon Sessions? Yep. And how he had these like crazy, like 40 point triple doubles at the end of the season. And then like the Lakers just had to get Ramon sessions and they brought him in. They're like, Oh, Ramon sessions kind of sucks. <laughs> That's like, yeah. yeah. Sucks. And I think the same could be said for these guys that go and play on these really like good teams and good franchises that have these really good years. Like, so that Quinn kid that played against the thunder for Quinn the cook. Yeah. He was really good. He's on the thunder summer league team. That's fun. Uh, and so he, I mean, the Warriors signed him to a, a deal, a couple year deal. And and so there's part of me that's like at some point somebody's going to give him like a deal that he is not worth. Yeah, the NBA is all about fit, right? And he fits that squad because he can shoot it and he can defend a little bit. Yep. And you know, in that same vein, you know who surprised me is Ian Clark on the Pelicans because yep. he was kind of the same thing with Golden State, kind of this nobody. He would shoot some threes, get some minutes every now and then, and now he's actually pretty good. He's played for pretty the well Pelicans. For them. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And that's surprising because I wouldn't. Uh, I heard so. Uh, Ryan Rosillo's producer, what's his name? I don't know. I can't remember. Brian. Brian Brasillo. Anyway, he brought up a take, and I thought it was interesting. He said, if Kawhi goes to a different team, will he be worse than he was on the Spurs because he was a Spurs like system player? I know he's not a system. He's not a system player. No, he's a gigantic. He's he uses, athletic monster. He uses a lot of possessions himself and creates his shot a yeah. lot. He did over the last like, couple of years. I would you could you could say Cerruti, that. Yeah, yeah. You could say that. You got a bad know. attitude. Hey, let's. Uh, <laughs> you could say that in the past, but I don't. I think that he's become different. He's a different man. Yeah. Hey guys, let's move on to our Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at Jess two four three seven, who says the West is crazy right now. We have three games left. What worst case scenarios cause us to miss out on the playoffs? Nugs. Let's, let's allow ourselves to explore this trauma. I mean, they'd have to lose all three. Yep. Is where it starts. Could um, happen. Taylor. Minnesota, uh, they have a back-to-back in L.A. tonight. And so they would have to win that. And they'd have to win in Memphis. Um, or at home against Memphis, which they probably will. Um, and then you have, to, then they'd have to let Denver win, and so Denver's going to have to sneak in somehow. Uh, the Pelicans are going to have to win most of their games going forward: Memphis, Phoenix, Golden State, Clippers, San Antonio, and then uh, Denver's going to have to win out: Clippers, Portland, Minnesota. That's going to be tough. So the Thunder are going to have to lose. Like the Thunder, they have Memphis at home. Like you think they wouldn't? I mean, they'll get in just by winning that. Just because of, now they may the, be the seven seed, they could be. They could be. 
but they need to win probably they need to win two oh. out of these three. You're Just, saying we have to play Marshawn in the last game and it could be the game that gets us into the playoffs? Yeah, it could be. They could lose. Oh, they my. could lose uh at Houston that's and a at Miami. scenario for you. That's a that's a lose lose. Would you cheer if Marshawn yeah, hit, yes. hit a game-winning three to knock the Thunder out of the playoffs? <laughs> I'd say give that guy the MVP because this is what Russ did, and he got MVP. That's it. Wow, makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, that's it's it's getting. Uh, I mean, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be juicy. A, a tough, tough little road. Juicy. If the Thunder, juicy. Yeah, what? Yeah. I mean, obviously, if they can beat Houston, juicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is a huge if. It's going to take Houston basically saying, oh. like, eh, let's just put Chris Paul on the bench. Yeah, you it's know, a big let's, if. Let's Did, rest him. You know, what it takes is Paul George shooting the basketball like Paul George can shoot the basketball. Right. It's going to take his shot not feeling funny. You know what sucks? Tomorrow is supposed to be cold. Paul George, it doesn't play in, well when the weather's it, cold. At Houston, at Houston. Oh, thank God. He actually played better when it was cold. Not according to Paul George's brain. You know what? Paul George didn't think about that. Paul George is a weirdo, huh? He's just talking. He's a weird person. Don't like huh? we cannot take all these quotes that he says and then like apply them to like his game or to life at all. Because he's just he's just saying stuff. I yeah. He just walks out. Uh, my shot feels funny. It's like I'm not myself. I mean, it's yeah. Like mechanical Pelicans off. Like yeah. someone else is in my body. Realistically, can lose three out of four. Sure, like they, they play back to back phoenix tonight which I, they should beat phoenix and then they go to golden state which it depends what golden state team shows up like do they want to embarrass the pelicans do they want to just not play who knows but it's yeah. at home which probably gives them a little added motivation and then yeah. they play you know they play three games in four nights they go back on monday mm-hmm. and play the uh clippers clippers and then they close their season on a, what will be a desperate san antonio team uh or a team that's going to be engaged to try to a play a team that wants to win yes yeah and so i mean they could lose three out of four they certainly uh, could, which could really bolster the old uh, Thunder's playoffs hopes. Yeah, I don't think the Thunder are missing the playoffs, but I think. But that, at least in the back of your mind, it's a possibility it a at possibility. this point. It is a possibility. Weirder things have happened. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Johnny Ho three four, who wants to know who starts next season if you have the exact same roster but no Paul George, Russell. Yep. Uh, Robertson, whenever he gets back. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a chance that they just maybe slide Robertson to the three and start Terrence. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Next year, I I probably wouldn't be. And then Mello and Steve. Oh, man. Mello just gets sounding worse and worse and worse. Yeah, but next year, you just, I mean, I think you just probably limit his minutes and use Grant a ton. Yeah, yeah, and you only have to pay him twenty six million. That's what you'd year. want to do, Patrick Patterson. PP, you'd want to play. They talk about a guy that's disappeared. PP went from being like the guy that we were like. I was low key as excited about him being a part of the Thunder as really any other addition, and he just the Thunder just made him kind of just fade to the side. And yeah. he has kind of always been a guy to where if he plays under 25 minutes, you don't really see an impact from him. Right. I mean, he's been a player that when he go ahead, I don't agree, but go ahead. You don't agree. No. He's never been a player. That's like, just come in. I guess early on when he was on the Rockets, he was a player that you could just send in and get threes. What's happening? 
I don't know. There's, we got some like sound issues. Sound issue. oh. <laughs> um, you don't agree? I think he would be way better for the Thunder if he could play more than. Yeah, I think that play he, like twenty five. I think that he game. comes in and makes an impact because he moves the ball and he plays defense. What's the chance that they re-sign Ray Felton and it's Russ Ray Felton under hours? Zero percent. Come on, man. <laughs> come, come on, man. No way. I'm so. Andrew, no. Shut up. No way. I was just kidding, by the way. Hopefully, I know. Okay, I got it. Like, uh, I hey, I can't stand Raymond Felton. Marshawn right Brooks now, so. is twenty nine years old. Yeah. Oh, I'm off the Marshawn Brooks train. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. Did you think he was just starting his career? I thought he was like twenty one. You've been a fanatic of his for like five years. Moving on. Why are we talking? That about is Marshawn? the thing. I I think I started liking Marshawn when I was like twenty. So he's definitely Luke. You have one job. Let's move on. Tour next. Twitter question. It comes from at Johnny Ho three four, who says we found out a lot about KD since he left. Had he stayed, would he have let our perceptions about him change at all, or would he still be the golden child? He'd still be the same. He'd be the absolute golden child. Yeah, yeah. you come back and you commit your career to OKC. Like Russell Westbrook is a jerk to everybody. They, they may and have, he's the yeah. gold, and he's the golden child for us. Right. Right. Yes. If Kevin, I mean, Kevin Durant, who is nice to everybody is the, I mean, it would be unbelievable, but they would have built a statue already. I think that it shows how much OKC like protected him though. Cause he's, yeah, he's just out there. Golden State just, but he's still not like the only difference, like he says stupid stuff, but, but really like the, the move made a lot of that. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And the burner accounts and all that stuff came because he was super, super self-conscious about the whole move mm-hmm. his perception league-wide his perception and in, in fandom really yeah and then you know with the warriors like it's a different brand and so he's a little more erratic draymond doesn't probably bring out the best of them no uh and so it's the, he just is a different player there but he still got voted one of the top i don't know what the name of the award is but as far as media relationships with players like he was still one of the top he's, two or three guys in the league yeah, like he's easy yeah so I don't know. I think Duran is kind of who he is, but in Oklahoma City, he would have been the. It's kind of like when you're, if he's your guy, you love him, you know. And mm-hmm. so, but I don't think Katie would have the same stuff that he was doing. He's doing in Golden State if he was still in Oklahoma City. No, he would still be everything that he was. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at R Warren Beck who wants to know, how do you feel about Paul George's late-season struggles in the context of him re-signing with OKC? There is, hopefully, a lot of basketball left for the Thunder, but right now, do his struggles make him more or less likely to return? I don't think that you can look at this stretch and determine anything from it. The, everything was always going to come down to the playoffs right. for the Paul George decision. And also, just how does he feel after the season? And like, what's his relationship with Russell like? Like it's just all. That's what it's all about. Are you just googling Marshawn like Brooks? Deep dived. I uh, Marshawn Brooks was on the Got New Jersey Nets. Uh, <laughs> muted. So I don't even know what in so, the world let's so talk about. I think, Paul George. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's all de- going to depend on a lot of different things, and I think the Thunder are going to approach free agency just way different than they did with Durant. Period. And so they may be more involved. They may be even a little bit more pushy. 
with Paul uh, come the offseason. They Russell, may like the first hint of any sort of possibility start working a sign and trade. Like, who knows? Russell will immediately will be more involved than he was with, with yeah. Kevin. Yep. Like, he just he just will be. They thought that they'll just hang back. They'll let Kevin make his choice. Yep. And the Warriors were just, like, in his face. Yeah, they flew, like, the entire team out to his house. I think it'll just be – it'll be a lot different. And so I'm interested to see what that's like. Even if they are bounced in the first round, I feel like the Thunder still feel like they have a shot to have – to bring Paul back. Yeah. And one of the things that gives me a little bit of encouragement is when you hear these post game interviews, especially this last one where we talked about a shot being broken, which, you know, he's just talking sometimes, but one of the things he did affirm that does make me feel a little more confident is he's not, not frustrated at the organization. He's not frustrated at Billy Donovan. He's not frustrated. All he said is like, I got to help Russ more. Mm -hmm. Like I got to help Russ more. That's not a, that doesn't make me feel like it's somebody that, you know, is, is pissed off and is looking for the first, first opportunity to get out of the league kind of thing yeah i don't think that he i don't i don't know i don't think that there's anything you can take from all of this right now but paul george as he's had such a weird season when you look at the bench with him and you thought you know if you just plug paul george in with these bench guys like it'll probably be really awesome uh felton abrinas paul george grant and patterson are a negative 17.6 net rating Ooh, offensive rating of 98.5 Ooh. Defensive rating of a one sixteen. Oh, yeah, that's man. awful. One sixteen, and then if you plug in Ferguson for Abrinas, it falls off a cliff even more. Negative twenty six point eight net rating, eighty four offensive rating with Ferguson instead, and then a one eleven defensive rating. And then yeah, whenever we, whenever we go, um, yeah, whenever we go with just the all bench lineup, it's. Felton, Abrinas, Hustis, Grant, and Patterson are a plus 6.6. So if you just trade the all bench lines better than Paul George, Hustis for Paul George, then it's a massive swing. They have a night that that bench unit, which has played a significant amount of minutes, Felton, Abrinas, Hustis, Grant, Patterson, 99.5 defensive rating, which is like elite. But then you plug in. Oh, that's crazy. Well, it's because you give that Randy goes against Felton. every narrative that I've been telling. Yeah, you plug myself. in. You plug in Ferguson for Abrinas though, and it falls <laughs> off a cliff. That goes against everything I've made up. And, I've made up in my mind. God, stats. How dare you? To believe <laughs> with that all bench lineup with Abrinas plus six point six. That all bench lineup with Ferguson negative nine point nine. Ooh, <laughs> a defensive rating of one ten. Ferguson has been. He, he's not playing anymore, which is also okay. But yeah, there is this part of me that like he was way better the last. Yeah, he week or he two was playing. He was. I think that he will be good. I also believe that he will be good. Uh, you, want, you want me to? Uh, you guys know five thirty eight's playoff odds for the Thunder right yeah, now. Yeah, give him. Give him. Hold up. on. Is it going to make me excited or terrified? Ninety two percent to make playoff the playoffs. Odds, to make the playoffs. Oh well. Spurs ninety six. Give me something good. Clippers fourteen percent. Nuggets are up to forty eight percent. The Pelicans sixty six percent, and the Wolves eighty four percent to get in okay okay how is okay. that how okay. is that so that puts the thunder roughly at the six seed right what? the wolves are 84 percent yeah based on their remaining yeah schedule. that's what they do is they look at the remaining schedule and which is hard because the mm-hmm. thunder like there's literally nothing you can actually take from what remains on the schedule like you have, i have no say. idea what they will be let's go nugs uh nick's zero percent chance of making oh nugs. no oh, dang it Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter <laughs> question. It comes from at Laundry Franks, who says, Billy D, 
staying or going? Also, what is the best 90s Nickelodeon show? His is Legends of the Hidden Temple. Billy's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Unless something catastrophic happens and they like get bounced. They get swept in the first round and Paul leaves and Mello opts out and Russ is so miffed and he's just like, we just have to reset everything. Then like that's a they would have to everything's on the table. At that point. You also have to replace him with somebody. So Mello opting out actually wouldn't be the worst thing no, in the joke. world. But no, I'd have a parade. Now uh, get to the good part of this. Now what is the best nineties? I was a huge, show? huge Double Dare fan. Oh yeah, Double yeah, Dare was Double good. Dare's great. What about Wild and Crazy Kids? What Wild and Crazy Kids? I like Wild, that one too. I like Wild and Crazy. I think kids. I missed that one. That was kind of uh, like a that was American early. Ninja Warrior meets slime. Yeah, that's one with kids. Oh, huge obstacle cool. courses outside, and yeah, and my, that's what it was, right? Yeah, okay. It's outside. <laughs> I I really liked all that. All that yeah, was very all that was really good. good. Um, Ren and Stimpy, yeah. Nick oh, yeah. at Night, Ren and Stimpy at Night, bit. yeah, sketchy Ren. Wasn't wasn't Ren and Stimpy on Nick at Night? It maybe was so. one. No, Ren and were Stimpy wasn't Nickelodeon. Ren and Stimpy yeah, it was. was. Yes, it was. It was? Yeah. yeah. Oh, hundred okay. percent. What about uh? You can't do that on television. You remember that show? Was that before y'all? That was oh, before me. Sorry. Dang it. Oh, yeah. what about uh? Was it called Legends of the Hidden Temple? Yeah. One time just, I threw up when I watched that. Legends of the Hidden Temple. And I just like, I can't watch Legend of the Hidden Temple anymore because I think it makes me throw up. Is it Guts? Is that another one? Where oh, they yeah. Do, 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 do the you have it? Guts. What about, Dude, I would do anything the for a crack, piece man. of the awesome rock that you want at the end. Give me that awesome I've, rock. I've looked on eBay for a piece of the aggro crag and the people that have it aren't selling it. The aggro crag. Yeah, yeah. aggro crag. I like Global Guts. Global Guts. What about Hey Dude? Yeah, Hey Dude is great. Hey Dude. Salute your shorts. Are we talking about that one? No. Flutter shorts is really good. Um, what was the one with, with what was her name from here? She was an Olympic swimmer, and then she was the host of this trivia show that was on Nickelodeon. Oh, Summer, Summer, Summer Sanders. 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 What was that show? Um, with the head. It was like where they a kid they had tried to guess what the kid could do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then there was a big head, a and the words were in the head. Okay, man. Yeah, I know so what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> anyway, that show. She I don't remember. So hot. Figure it out. Figure, figure it, it, out. it out. Was she so hot, or were were we just kids? She was very good looking. Oh, really? Yeah. That is. Listen, don't quit sexualizing our children. Television. Yeah, Nickelodeon. Come on, ruin my life. I'm still struggling from the Summer Sanders stuff. <laughs> Let's move on to our next Twitter question. <laughs> <laughs> it comes from at the underscore Sternlicht, who wants to know if Paul George leaves. Wouldn't Mello also opt out and try to win a title? $28 million. Do you, do you think he just cares about money? $28 yes. million. Dollars. Has Mello yes. Anthony showed me? you anything else in his whole life that would suggest that he cares about anything else as much as he cares about money? Let me tell no. you something. Mello is not opting out. Oh, dang it. Oh. Let me try that again. Let's pretend that none of that happened. Yeah, yet. start over again. Let me tell you guys something. Mellow is not opting out. That's not, that's not a hot take. No, uh, it's just he no, music. It's, it's an exciting take. It's not. No, it's not, not any either. of those things. But it is a take. <laughs> it's just an exclamation point. Mellow is not okay. opting out. Dun, 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 dun. All right. All right. Okay. Let's... We can use. So if that's what we're using the drop for, it's more for not just for hot takes. It's for exclamation, exclamation point. Big. It's punctuation. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at 
O underscore K underscore C who says with hindsight and regardless of Russ's extension, would you do the mellow trade again? Cantor and McDermott would bring consistency and shooting off the bench while except his great defensive communication. Mellow hasn't really brought anything to the team. <laughs> I think that was sarcasm. I don't think it was the defensive communication. That's oh, just something oh. that Billy says. And I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not buying that. Uh, for the first time in the season, I haven't felt this way, but I don't think they should have done it. Nope. In hindsight. I don't either. Because you get to play Grant and Patterson more yep. at the four, which is better for this team. And you have McDermott that, I don't think McDermott plays all that much for this team. Yeah, but you can trade him. Like he's a trade piece. I mean, the yeah. Knicks traded him to get, a, I mean, to get Emmanuel Moutier. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I, yeah. He's, he's at least something. Yeah. And then NS, you know, can't play Canner against the Rockets or no, whoever. but you sure as heck would have eaten up some regular season games with him but in that lineup. You don't lose to Brooklyn, probably. No, nope. you don't lose to the Kings. You know, he would maybe cut, Portland. He comes in and feasts right. on second units like the Thunder. It it was a you know all in move. Yes, and I think that the Thunder do it a hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah. And was there not an alternative purpose of? Um, of encouraging Russ to sign that deal, yes. Also, with this yeah, that's why I said with hindsight and regardless of Russ's extension. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't. Okay, okay. You know, I don't know how much it played into it. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. But for the Thunder, you can't blame them for thinking like we've got to prove to Russ that we're going to do whatever it takes to get right. Him. Well, you know, the ownership is very was very motivated in the off season. Yes, and you know, they gave the go ahead to do whatever and. You know, nobody thought at the time that this was going to be that bad. And you know what? Melo may still come yeah. alive and hit shots in the postseason. Like some of these guys just play differently in the postseason. Like he may be able to hit shots in the postseason, in which case you may not, you know, if they play Houston or Golden State or somebody like that and they're able to push them, it probably means that Melo shot the ball well. Yep. And Ennis doesn't really play against either of those teams. Nope. And so you still have a higher ceiling, but your floor is is much lower than I would have anticipated with yeah. Mello. Your floor with Ennis and McDermott, like it's you're you're going to win fifty games. Like they were gonna win fifty games with those guys. Yep. And the hard part is like it's still anyway, like if Paul George is just playing average in the last month. Yeah. They would have won a lot conversations of conversations. We we also didn't. And did you mention this? That we also didn't know that Steve was going to be this good this year. I haven't mentioned that. No. And knowing that, that I mean, really probably makes you could think, have guessed. I think we could have hoped, he, but hoped, he did hoped. not show last year that he was going to be this good this year. Right. I agree with that. That's true. Yeah. Because I mean, the Thunder have a big three. They yeah. had one before they traded for Melo. Yeah, we just and didn't know it, and it's still the same big three now. Yeah, I mean, it honestly is. It's no, there's no question that he's better than Melo, and it's been like that for most of the season. Yeah, so yeah, it's. I don't think the Thunder wouldn't do it, and they have that high second round pick from the Bulls still, and that's a trade chip, or you know, go get somebody. I mean, it's you don't do it, you just don't. But it's still not like all lost with Melo, but it's going to be tough. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at SR 
Lindquist, who wants to know what is something Andrew could say or do during a post game interview that would lose him his locker room access, but also be totally worth it. His vote would be to convince Ray Felton to give him a piggyback ride. Take a shower. Take a shower. So you, so <laughs> you should answer. You shouldn't answer any of these, right? Probably or could not. you? Okay, we'll answer for you. But well, I can I can just ask like, why would it be worth it for me to take a shower? Because because you're, I bet it's a really good shower. You're filthy. I mean, that's not this question anyway. This question is like, what are things it, you, you could have to do? say something? <laughs> but it have to be worth it. Like, oh my gosh, convince Ray Felton to give him a piggyback ride. Did you hear that Andrew Schleck lost his media credentials? Why? He because gave. he got a piggyback ride from Raymond Felton. All around the arena. In the That's shower. That's cool. In the shower. In the shower okay. naked. But if it was, you hear Andrew lost his media credentials because he took a shower. Oh, that is weird. Like, what is wrong with him? <laughs> yeah, that true. is so weird. Why did he need to do that? Worth it. Uh, I no. Would, I would want you Except to Except for people would possibly assume that your hot water heater went out. Oh, that's true. Appliance true. issues. <laughs> Appliance issue. <laughs> I think you should question. Oh, knowing Andrew, probably his hot water heater broke and he needed to take a shower. I think you should question Paul George. Why do you take long showers? And then he answers and you're like, no, Paul, I mean, come on. Why are you really taking long showers? And he's like, what do you mean? And you're like, come on, Paul. What are we you know, doing in there, We bud? know what you're doing. Wink, and then wink. you just keep going. Just giant winks at him. Yeah. No, nothing. I can't think of anything that beat Ray Felton piggyback ride. Naked. Wet. Straight out the shower. <laughs> Uh, wow. Dripping wet water all over the arena. All right. Okay, let's move on <laughs> to our next Twitter Whoa. question. It says Everyone imagined that, but from way. at wow. D Puzzle 23. Wow. Wants to know if the four of us were on a city league basketball team together and had to add one Thunder player, who would it be? And what would the team name be? Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably mine's Paul George. I don't think I get along with Russ very well. You know what? Here's the thing: is that Russ has already shown that he can drag a team. That's true. Of <laughs> Samaje Christian, we're just slightly yeah. less Dude. talented than last year's team. Yeah, the yeah, it's easy. Like you just Russell. Like Russell wins games by himself. That's yeah, yeah. It's pretty simple. Gosh, Raymond Felton. I think I think I actually want to be friends with Raymond Felton. I he's, don't want to ever play with Raymond Felton. He's a nice guy. Never. Why? Oh my gosh! Doesn't he you seem would like a never guy see the ball, which is what you would see with Russ, obviously as well. You'd never see the ball, but at least with Russ, you would like trust the reason. Rant's like, hey man, please pass the ball. You haven't made a shot in the entire <laughs> game. I'm so out on Raymond Felton right now. You, man, you have such a up. weird thing. With you Raymond hated him Felton. for a long time. I right? have disliked him, for and that. you finally feel justified. I do. There was yeah. a season. There was time where I was like, I hate Raymond Felton, and he just went off for like he like wins that game points and wins the game. The thing, like, over the season, he's been good. He's been a good backup point guard. He is yes, a good backup point guard, but. Good Lord, he has the green light to a level that no other Thunder player outside of the top three has. I will say Raymond Felton should not have a green light above Steven Adams. <laughs> he he doesn't. He's just oh, a guard. He has the ball. He's a guard. He has the ball. Dude, there's a difference, man. How many times does he take the entire shot clock dribbling around and then shoots a stupid shot? I will say sometimes he's dribbling around and no one else, no one's doing anything to help. Steven Adams would have the green light to do whatever he wanted, but he just only shoots smart shots. That's the drives me. crazy. That's the difference. Ray takes the dumbest shots, dumbest shots, but I'm not Ray Fountain, but I love him for it. 
really, if I was going to do this, like probably just I want to play with Stephen Adams. It'd be fun. Yeah, how many seven footers are there going to be? In the <laughs> right, that's the deal. Like, he'd kill you. But also, Steve wouldn't take enough shots for no. You to like, win. All right, guys, move around. I'll pass you the ball. Like, please, I don't it's need like, no, the ball, no, no, Steven. no, no. You just take it. Just dunk it. Shoot from wherever you want to. That's okay. why Steve would be awful for uh-huh. that one, and that's why Russell would be awesome. Mellow though, in a, in a rec league, oh gosh, he'd be incredible. He'd be wrecking them, wrecking them. So would Russ. Anyway. Patrick Patterson would still be disappointing, probably. <laughs> You'd get me like, oh, I'm kind of disappointed. He's like, too- that guy's in the NBA, huh? He's just too much of like a role player. It's because he was on the Raptors for too long. He has mm-hmm. that Raptors. He'd be passing, curse. passing and setting screens and all sorts of things like that. You're like, man, we don't, we need you to like, yeah, don't dominate. Move, don't, <laughs> do not move the ball. Yeah, right. Don't, dude. Yeah, Go don't to pa- the post. Stop passing it to Luke, please. <laughs> right. I'm open to the post. Do you guys have a team name for our uh, City League team? I mean, I think our podcast name would have to just be it. Yeah. It's too perfect. Would jo- if Josh Hussis was on your team, would there be players in the league that outperformed him? Yes. Dude, I think we massively <laughs> under we you're massively underrate how good NBA players Jay, are. Jay, I think you're better than Josh Hussis at best. Okay, how about I this? think Josh Hussis would If Kyle Singler was in this league, he would kill everybody. Mm. Like, just absolutely He was the national college basketball player of the year at Duke. Was he? But was he really? But did they give it to him? Yeah, like, in hindsight, but Jay. Did they give it to him like ironically? <laughs> no, he was good. <laughs> so good. He was good. State yeah, I sent some racial coding there. So he would kill. I, yeah, it's insane. My friends, I have one final question. But before I ask it to you, let's talk about Oklahoma Shirt Company. They make shirts for you if you want them to make a shirt. Oh. No, that was it. Um, guys, if you want it on a shirt, they can put it on a shirt or a jersey or a jersey. Yeah, or, they even do. I mean, they'll do numbers or a hat or hoodie stickers or a pair of underwear. You probably so. And uh, really, whatever you dream it, they can make it real. And uh, they are great. It's where we go to make our down to dunk shirts. If you've got, uh, you know, anything you need, they can. They can uh, make it happen for you. What is going on? Sounded good. He's pour, he's pouring coffee right. Pouring now. coffee. You're dripping all over the place. In the bottom all right. Oh so, man, you're lucky. Jay's wife's out of town, man. You are absolutely lucky. She'd be in here yelling at you. Uh, but guys, Oklahoma Shirt Company, they can make it happen. If you have a, an idea, they can help you design it. If you come with a pre-designed thing, they can put that on a shirt. Whatever you need, they got it. They're the best. They are the best. I mean, they're they're really month club. We have a, uh, a listener that uh, just wants to feel like he's back in Oklahoma again. He lives in Florida, and he is a member of the Shirt of the Month Club for Oklahoma, and he gets it shipped right to him in Florida. Yep. $10 a month. Yeah, $10 have, a month. If you have kids, so my son gets a Shirt of the Month Club, and... Uh, a brand new t-shirt every month for him like he just wears clothes out mm. all the time and that change your size as he grows too like but it's a we've loved doing that for andrew like it's just one of those things not andrew on the podcast my son's name's andrew also yeah. in case hey. you know that it's uh-huh. cool. hey you know what else Jay's you can do? family's been really nice subscription. you know what else you can do once you get enough of them like a year's that's 12 Quilt. shirts you got a t-shirt quilt yeah <laughs> t-shirt quilts you are incredible t-shirt quilted up i never i was ne- i never like made a t-shirt quilt i just you know threw away my old shirts sad <laughs> i missed out on all those memories. i know wow right? you know i've got a t-shirt that's quilt. terrible you do mm-hmm. do you love it yeah yeah <laughs> i'm good. Really glad i'm glad um yeah but what's the question you have for us man that's what i want to know the, the question i have it's a question i ask every week at the end of the podcast it is are you miffed 
Peeved. Myth. 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 Den Peeved. What's myth in you? What's peeved in you? You miffed and peeved, Andrew? Yeah. So yesterday, I pick up my computer out of my bag at work, and I set it down, and I go to plug my headphones in, and my headphones are not plugging into the headphone jack. Like, what's up with that? And so I look in there, and this backpack is relatively new, and there's like those little pouches of those little tiny little... Silica, salt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them got lodged into my <laughs> headphone jack. Just me setting my, because I guess when I put it in there, maybe it busted like a little, perfectly a little pack open, and it just slipped right in there. And I was like, what? How do I get this out? The heck, I'm so miffed. I'm so peeved. What am I going to do? And I called like places like, can you, can you help me get this little tiny little bead out of my computer? And they were like, yeah, it costs like 75 bucks. You like mother of $75. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so mad to get do this. And I get home, and I was like, I'm just going to try to get it out myself. Did you tell and them so, you've lost your job, and maybe they will help you out? You no. Know, you see, I don't want to play that you card for something. For your family. You could probably get some free meals. I did find out that you can get a free. You can go to the Y for free for three months <gasps> if you lose your job. So ship like, anybody. Like you can? Yeah. Like go work you can, out? You can get a family... Oh, that's well, you have to whatever. bring like a note, or will they just believe me? You have to bring a note. Oh. <laughs> All right, you know. If you're self-employed. Write yourself a note. Ah, yeah. Loophole, baby. <laughs> there you go. Thank I you, fired, lawyer. I Thank lost, you, lawyer I lost my job. I fired my how, fired did, how did you get it out? Okay, so I just went and got, I got a needle, and I like tried to see if I could like poke, poke it, it and then pull it. pull it out. It didn't work. And so then I just got first oh, and no. i took it and i just rammed it in there and it busted up the bead and it all fell out and it works just fine now Woo! so Woo! i was g and bead but i was so i was so just i was, I was just livid about this thing you should have used good looking back back the, the vacuum like an attack yeah what a vacuum i tried lo- yeah i tried you all tried sorts that? of yes all sorts of ways vacuum i just tried just beating the hell out of it <laughs> you know like i tried so many things and the little needle, I thought that I could just maybe just yeah, pull it just out. Just dislodge it or something. But it didn't. But I, it just destroyed it, though. Just That's why that's why you always let your anger take over. Because yeah. <laughs> Rule number one, kids. Always let your anger take over because even if you flip out, usually things work in your favor when you get really overly angry about something. Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Wow.